Friday and welcome to the final regular episode of the Apollo 13 Minute, a show where, gosh, for the past 135 episodes, we've talked about every minute of probably the greatest space history movie ever made, the 1995 Ron Howard-directed feature, Apollo 13. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm your other host. I'm Chris Henry from the EAA Aviation Museum. Chris, give me a hug. I just oh just, man, <laughs> I know I'm gonna hug this out, man. I just big manly tears through this whole <laughs> this whole last hour here of uh, gosh, uh, what I, a show! It's, I, uh, you know, it's weird. I did not expect the feelings that I have as we were getting to this, and I feel like we're looking at the mash compound and it's all torn down. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's like right little now. stones that say, you know, we used to we have a problem, and then we have those stones. Or <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Wow. Well, failure isn't an option, and it wasn't for us. We finally got to the got to the end of the road with this. Um, I'm really. Uh, I, 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 there's a couple of things I'm proud of in my life, and this is one of them. This is I'm really proud yeah. we got all the way through. There's been, uh, gosh, this has been a rough, <laughs> a pretty rough road. Oh God, um, yeah. We uh, we both lost a parent during uh, during this, and um, you know we've had the medical issues and different people in our lives that. Uh, that have you know passed by while we were doing this. By the way, as as we're starting this episode, we'd like to dedicate this episode to uh, our our good friend Rihanna Black, who uh, un- we we had her on a few a few weeks ago actually, and uh, she unfortunately passed away very suddenly of a, of a very aggressive cancer. And uh, she was very sweet, and she's a good friend to me, and uh, she had made a good friend in you, Chris. So uh, dedicating this last episode to her um, is just an honor for both of us, I think. Yeah, absolutely. This is, uh, I know you and I talked about this. This is, uh, this is sort of our, our Miss, Miss Riley rocket in October sky. Uh, yeah. um, I only knew her just, you know, from, from here and, uh, and then, you know, we became friends on Facebook and what a, even when you go back, you know, I went back and listened to her episode and she's just so, she's just so happy and, and fun and just, uh, uh, the world's just a little bit dimmer without her. Yeah, yeah, it's she she just she had she had some uh, some some tough times in her life, but she was always very upbeat. It was always she she was very um you you knew where you stood with with Rihanna all the time. She was very uh very close uh when, you know, in, when you met her, you were instantly friends with her and you were instantly best friends with her. So I just uh she was the hardest loss I think in in uh, uh in in making this show uh just being able to to have her on the show was was great uh, having her here and uh, I think the show's a lot better just having having her on here. Uh, so anyway, the other thing about this show uh, is that uh, Chris, you and I met each other's friends on this show. We 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 made a lot of friends with people that we each knew that we yeah. both became mutual friends with. Um, and uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm very very honored to have made a friend in Frank Borman. Uh, that was, that was one of the pinnacles of, of our guests that we had on. And I still, I, uh, I remember I, I, I was sitting next to him and I've said this before. I, I said, I had a, I had my, my iPhone with me and I took a picture of Frank's hand and I saw that, that hand was on the controller of a Saturn V. He was the first man to pilot a Saturn V to the moon. And <laughs> just being able to, to see 
yeah, I mean, it's just knuckles, but it's like this is history. This was history right in front of me, and it was because of this show and because of you, I was able to meet uh, one of my childhood heroes. So uh, I'm very grateful about that. Um, oh, absolutely! It, it uh, I had a blast. I'm glad you were able to come up and give you give him a ride in your car. Yeah, uh, that was. <laughs> take, I, I take, wish I, we could have a camera in the car and just do like a coffee, uh, yeah. coffees and car kind of thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or get them to sing something. I, that would be interesting doing karaoke with uh, Frank. Yeah. I, <laughs> it, uh, it, you know, we really did. We made a, a lot of great friends uh, throughout the whole course of this, and um, and you know, I, I had you know, you were my friend prior to this, but I certainly feel we've become better friends through doing this, and. Uh, I, I would certainly hope so. It's kind of like Gemini Seven. You were either going to emerge uh, mortal enemies or, or good yeah. friends. So <laughs> after spending a hundred and thirty-five uh, you know episodes together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I always felt like my first, my very first car that I ever had was a Dodge Dart Swinger. So I've always thought I've been a Mopar man. So I know I can be friends with Chris Henry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> no, uh. absolutely. This has been. Uh, this has been a thrill. Like I said a couple episodes ago, when you first, uh, you know, pitched me the idea, uh, I didn't realize you were asking me to be your co-host. I thought I was just <laughs> going to get to do an episode or two, and, and I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I'm going to get to get get to go do one of these. And it was after our first episode that I came into the room and I told my wife, I'm like, wow, I'm going to get to do all of them. Like, I'm actually a co-host. I didn't realize that. And, and she's like, that's great. And then we looked at the movie, and I'm like. Oh, there's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, like, this oh is a my long gosh. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is not this like a lot of the movies by minutes ones they go maybe 100 109 minutes and here we are at 135. We didn't do all the, you know, we didn't we'll, we'll talk about later the, the the other the other five episodes we haven't done for the credits. But uh I, I am just still amazed there's so much more to talk about still. And I, you know, I I don't know. We we will revisit. I know that there'll be other there'll be other guests in the future and we'll we'll please if you're listening to this don't unsubscribe. Leave us subscribed on your uh, iTunes or whatever you're listening to us on. Um, but we are planning on having some special episodes in the future. But yeah, there's still so much to talk about, um, especially in the upcoming uh, year or two when we go back to the moon. Uh, I really uh, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, same here. And I, uh, uh, you know, Jim, I don't know what I'm gonna do with uh, without hearing, uh, you know, at least every uh, every couple days uh, about not seeing the moon when it was whole. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yes, I'll have to put that. I'll have to put that story to bed once. Yeah. <laughs> wow, exactly. Well, we we've got so many people to thank. I'm just I'm just going to go down the list of, of all the different guests we had. I, I'll try to. We had some people on twice, but I'll try to do it only once at a time. Our first guest, of course, was uh, was Hal Bryan, who uh, your coworker and yeah, good, friend. good buddy, yeah. And uh, he he helped us kick off that first week. Um, also, Emily Carney over at Space Hipsters. Space Hipsters have been great uh, boosters for us. They've been really. Uh, the, the wind beneath our wings. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, space hipsters listening in and commenting, and all very kind. Thank you very much. When we get something wrong, they carefully and kindly correct us, so <laughs> that's much appreciated. Um, Jennifer Lavasse, of course, uh, the uh, curator of the National Air and Space Museum, who has she has her hands full completely turning her museum upside down and inside out, re- rebuilding and reimagining the entire uh, the entire format, uh, and she stopped. <laughs> she stops to come by and talk to us. So yeah, when sure. she's not writing, she wrote a book. She's she's got the Smithsonian turned upside down. She wrote a book, and she still takes time to to talk with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She never sleeps, as far as I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> and she has kids who play hockey and everything else, and she's just a terrific terrific person. Yeah, um, Amy Young from uh, Industrial Light and Magic, good friend, good friend out there, and uh, fellow uh, fellow Finhead on the Rocketeers. 
Uh, she loves talking pyro and she loves talking science fiction. And Amy, thank you very much for being on our show. Uh, Brian Fees, of course, the graphic novelist who's a, a graphic novel, uh, Whatever Happened to the World to the Tomorrow, talks about uh, this growing up in the Apollo age and seeing people going into space. And also uh, his books write about the idea not only of space exploration, but the idea that what we used to think of as the future is it, it didn't ha the future didn't happen the way we we thought it would turn out, but it's turned out to be so much better than any future that we could imagine. So I really am very thankful that we had Brian on to talk about how, you know, who would have guessed we would have been sending pictures of cats and what we ate for dinner last night all around the world on computers. <laughs> <laughs> that was something. Um, and uh, uh, Chris, I see that we had uh, Abby Riley on, on our show. She, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My niece, who was a volunteer and uh, worked at Air Venture, uh, the, you know, the Oshkosh Air Show with me and helped me get, uh, astronauts uh, carted around to different parts of the grounds, and uh, she's a foot soldier in uh, space history. So <laughs> she, 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 she didn't even realize it, you know. She's just like, "Oh, I'm just driving Fred Hayes to the airport," you know. <laughs> wow, wow! And uh, of course, we can't can't forget. Uh, uh, my wife Nancy was on the show, but I, I uh, would also like to thank Karen, your wife, for uh, for putting up with. <laughs> So we, we have we gotta keep everything quiet out here because we're gonna be recording. Exactly, so that, keep the dog that, quiet, please. Yeah, it's uh, they they are the uh, the, the animal animal hand, wranglers they're, for the show. They're the unsung so, heroes. Yeah, um, uh, Eric Lindbergh, of course, was on. He was the grandson of uh, Charles Lindbergh, and uh, really, he has such a view of the future. It was great talking to him. He's very very optimistic fellow, and I always love having him on shows uh, to talk about the future and flight and how much art and science meet when the, when the, where the future is concerned. Uh, uh, the big one uh, that we had, Fred Hayes, who uh, he had a million things going on when we had, had him on the show, but uh, actually having Fredo on to talk about his own experiences, both with being on Apollo 13 and being a part of the movie and watching it being made, uh, you know, yeah, being able to explain to Bill Paxton how he would do things. Uh, just uh, astonishing uh, having having this historical figure right here on well, our microphone. Yeah, an actual member of the crew the, that was up in space. And uh, like you said, he, he was taking care of his wife and he was doing a bunch of other things at the same time. And he, you know, he still made a, a time for us. And uh, that's just the kind of guy Fredo is. He's a, he's an awesome person. Yeah, he's he feels like, I mean, he's he's a famous astronaut, but he's he also feels like a neighbor. He feels like somebody could just drop by, you know, down the corner and say, hey, <laughs> how, do you, how do you figure this one, Fredo? So, uh, just great having him on. Uh, I'd like to thank Brett Stillo uh, out there in San Francisco. He's a fellow Movies by Minutes uh, host, and uh, he loves movies. Uh, I I don't I, I try to think of other people who love movies more, but I really can't. Brett is great, and he loves talking about movies. And we had him on for two episodes uh, to chat about movies. Uh, speaking of historical fi figures, Bill Reeves. Uh, we had uh, we had Bill Reeves on, and uh, that's another one of those things that I can't quite wrap my head around yeah one of the heroes of mission control <laughs> yeah yeah i mean really there uh my good friend from gosh from childhood uh rory elward who is a uh, he's a stuntman but uh, most of his work nowadays uh talks about uh he's a military advisor for a lot of different shows you know when you watch a uh, uh when you watch ncis or something like that he makes sure that all the buttons are the, the correct uh buttons and the badges are are on the, the lapels the right way uh he talks a came in and actually had a bit part in this he's the guy that hands the box to uh uh to gene Kranz. Oh, yeah that's right <laughs> everybody has a part and he got <laughs> he got to grow his sideburns out and be a 70s kind of guy with a you know pea green shirt and 
be able to hand uh, Ed Harris <laughs> a white vest. <laughs> so it was, it was nice having having him on. Um, uh, next one up uh, was uh, well one of your buddies, but actually now one of my buddies, uh, Charlie Precourt was, uh, was yeah. here for two episodes, and uh, gosh, uh, a shuttle legend. And, oh yeah, uh, multi-tour uh, shuttle commander, you know, shuttle pilot and commander. I mean, yeah, and still still has a hand in in uh, in the next phase in spaceflight. So yeah, uh, yeah. just uh, a brilliant brilliant guy and a, a great explainer. He he really does. When I was listening to him, he has such an ability to take the most complex jargon and turn it into small little words that even you know we can understand. <laughs> My favorite thing about Charlie, and I don't know if I've told the story before. Uh, you know, I, I'll be hosting somebody who's going to speak at the museum or visiting the museum, and we'll be walking down a hallway, and then like you'll just go around a corner, and there's Charlie Precord, and he's just like, "Hey, Chris," and it's like, "Hey, Charlie, how's it going?" And he's like, "Good, buddy," you know, and and some would be like, "That's Charlie Precord," you know, and like, yeah, he's just you know he's usually around here, he's with one of us, you know, yeah. and uh, uh, <laughs> so it's just so uh, that's just kind of the atmosphere that our museum has. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it definitely you know when whenever this plague finally wraps up, please go visit uh, the EAA museum. It is well worth your while. Um, beautiful, beautiful location and just some amazing people. Well, that people have to come and see your new Huey. That's the other yes, uh, the yeah, other absolutely. thing to see. Um, let's see. Uh, following Charlie, uh, we had a return by Jennifer Lavassier, and then uh, Pete the retailer. One of the one of the rules of movies by minutes is uh, finish what you started, and that's what we're doing today. But the other thing is you always have to thank the makers and. Uh, uh, Pete the Retailer and uh, comic book Alex created uh, uh, Star Wars Minute. And the Star Wars Minute was arguably uh, the first big Movies by Minutes uh, formatted uh, show. And they created a, gosh, it's a cottage industry. We have, at, at the time we're recording this, there are over 160 different movies and or franchises wow. of, uh, of Movies by Minutes. Also, if you want to take apart any movie that you can think of pretty much, that, that you like, uh, go go in and look for it. There's probably movies by minutes about it. If there is not, and I know you know if you're if you're sitting in your car or working on your treadmill and things like that, and you're thinking, gosh, I could talk about and then you know think of some movie that you you know that you liked when you were a kid or you liked you know if you liked the uh, I don't know Lawrence of Arabia or something. <laughs> you say I could do the which gosh that's three hours long, so I can't imagine doing that. But <laughs> but yeah, you want to say you want to do the Lawrence of Arabia minute? Go do it. We you know love to hear. You take it apart. Just you know, finish what you start, and always thank uh, Pete the Retailer and Comic Book Alex. So thanks, Pete. Thanks, Alex. Uh, next up, uh, we had uh, Dr. Charlie Chasen from uh, the University of Texas at Arlington. My wife connected me to him. He's a, uh, a classics professor, and uh, he also teaches Greek and uh, Latin. Uh, just a great old curmudgeonly, uh, <laughs> you know, the uh, the elbow patches on your corduroy jacket kind of a kind of an old professor. And uh, he came on and talked about the history of the names Apollo and Gemini and Aegina and where we, you know, it's, uh, who Saturn was and uh, where those names came from. So fascinating diversion there. Following Charlie, we had uh, the first of uh, several visits by uh, our good buddy, Brett Cullen. Oh, I love uh, Brett. He's awesome. Brett, Brett's funny. I just keep picturing Brett with his, you know, feet propped up on the desk, smoking a cigar and chatting and <laughs> chatting into a microphone about his experiences um, Brett, it was wonderful having you on. It was really, uh, it really was uh, great hearing the inside scoop on how uh, everything everything worked and how how you got to you know, talk to different uh, actors and talking with Ron Howard and stuff. So it was a lot of fun. And then uh, the big Kahuna himself, uh, Frank Borman, was on. Oh, our, I love uh, Frank. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just amazing. 
you know you don't uh you know you're not a you're not a friend of frank until he finds something to berate you about oh yeah once you do uh, you're yeah yeah once you start getting it you know i I believe we broke the door yeah in the studio the day that we recorded our episode we did it in person uh yes frank frank yeah everything you know everything about the you always want to think that legends are a little exaggerated but everything about the legend is true anything you can think about frank he's the man he um, really is. He he's uh, he's someone I I look up to, and you know people always say never meet your heroes. Well, the people who say that don't have Frank Borman as their hero because yeah. Frank is uh, uh, he's even cooler than than what you would think. Uh, just just a true gentleman, and uh, and truly someone worthy of looking up to. Yeah. If you, it, the thing that I noticed most about him was when you're talking to him, you have his complete attention. He is focused yes. like a like a laser. It's yeah. Just, um, it's really great a great human being um the uh let's after uh, after frank we had uh my friend uh jordan rich uh he's the uh, midnight mayor of boston on uh wbz radio in boston uh and he has the most dulcet tones of any announcer i've ever heard he's, <laughs> yeah he used to announce for uh for a rocketeer minute <laughs> to the point that billy billy campbell used to get upset when he'd hear him saying you know you're listening to a special episode and um but Jordan, Jordan is fantastic, and he he is a movie maven. Uh, he helped me uh, early in my uh, broadcasting career when I was uh, promoting my uh, TV dad site, and having me on his show many many a Father's Day evening. Uh, so thanks, Jordan, for being on the show. Uh, following then, uh, the next one was Royanna Black, and I think we've we've discussed her, but I can't say enough about how uh, how sweet and charming. Uh, Rihanna was, and uh, the world is a uh, colder place without her. We'll, we will miss her. You know, I, I, one thing about her is I, I, when I found out she'd passed, you know, I, I, I was upset. And I almost felt silly for being upset because I'd only known her, you know, for such a brief period of time and mainly just through the wonders of the Internet. Um, but, uh, but you know, I, I got over that pretty quick because, as far as feeling silly because uh, – I, I think that's just how special of a person she is. She's very quick to make you her friend. Yeah, yeah, she re- she really was that way. She was. Uh, I'm very sad, but I'm very happy to have have known her. That that we our lives intersected for a bit, and uh, you know, God bless her family for uh, for such a such a bright light. Um, let's see. After that, we had uh, uh, Chuck Myers came on from uh, from the USS Hornet, and we got oh. to talk about uh, recovery operations. Chuck was a great guy. Really, really glad to have him on. He knows he knows his material. I mean, he was part of it. <laughs> so um, fortunate, fortunate there to have him on the show. Uh, then we had uh, this guy is a a success story that I can't I can't praise enough. Tim Gagnon was on. Uh, he is he is a sign that if you if you if you shoot for your dreams and you maintain them, you get where you, you get where you want to be. He started out as a kid drawing. Uh, patches for the astronauts and he kept badgering the astronauts like here's here's another <laughs> flight here's a here's a patch i did for you they finally said okay kid come on in and do stuff and he actually made uh patches for That's the uh, for this for the space shuttle program and, and into today i mean he's just he's a top-notch uh, patch maker uh including for the eaa well, yeah as a credit to him when we had our big reunion uh he contacted me and and he was like hey how would you like a mission patch for your reunion and I'm like, well, how cool is that, you know? And <laughs> um, and he did a just he made this beautiful patch uh, that, um, it, you know, it, this was new for us. We don't, you know, we don't usually have a mission patch. Um, 
so we you know we they ordered a uh, a certain amount and by Wednesday of our week-long show uh, they were sold out like we had to reorder we had to get more people were ordering them online uh, they're sold out again we still don't we, you know they're 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 gone um, but you know what with a testament to that was that's the one item you know the astronauts got handed lots of stuff during the week of their you know time here yeah that's the one thing that they all made sure they kept with them and took home was that mission patch they each got one and, and they that was the one item they wanted to make sure they had yeah, yeah. I had to, uh, I was fortunate to get one of the uh, uh, the right dinners uh, patch, and I still ha- I still have it the uh, the Apollo eight fiftieth anniversary. Yes, and it's just yeah. so gorgeous. I mean, you just look at it, and it's like, wow, how do you come up with something like that? <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, very very much a, a treasured item in my uh, in my box of my box favorite, of things. To keep. My favorite moment of that Wright brothers banquet when we had uh, Frank here. Uh, uh, was literally we're all figuring out how to close the show like how do you end it you know and and rick uh, larson our vp is there and he's like man you know too bad we couldn't do something where they you know he, he repeats it, the closeout that they did from their from their broadcast and frank is like oh yeah i'll do that and they're just <laughs> like well do you want us to like write it down on some cue cards and he's like you know he gets that look that he gets when he's about to give you <laughs> grief you know and he's like you know i'm the guy that said it right you know we're like well yeah you know <laughs> And uh, and I gotta tell you, I I had chills when Frank... yeah yeah I I just I was completely speechless. I was choked up hearing. I mean, here was this man. I had heard him say that fifty years ago from a quarter million miles away, and here he is in the same room yeah. saying it. It was just yeah goosebumps. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. But uh, I mean, I, and we live. I mean, it's one of those things. We live in the time of Frank Borman. I, yeah. I know it's it's, it's it's a little bit it sounds overly dramatic, but oh my gosh, Frank Borman. So, uh, well, speaking of astronauts or astronaut families, uh, Patrick Mullane joined us, Mike Mullane's son, uh, who has his own book about dr- growing up as an astronaut kid. Uh, fantastic book, by the way. I can't, can't recommend it enough. If, you, if you're on uh, Kindle, it's uh, The Father, Son, and Holy Shuttle. And uh, it's a very funny book, and it's, uh, he's very honest in it about how, you know, what it was like, the, the good and the bad sides of uh, being, you know, when your dad's going into space and you get to watch him possibly blow up on the pad and get invited, Gosh. you know, in front of a bunch of TV cameras to, to see that happen. Uh, but great fellow, uh, Patrick, thanks again for being on the show. Uh, I, the next, the next host, and I still, I'm looking at this and I can't believe it. Paul Dye. We had, we had, yes. he was here. We were talking to him. It's like, wow. Um, uh, so we had, we had Paul Dye on iron, you know, iron flight himself. And, uh, he talked for 47 minutes nonstop to <laughs> he us. He can have uh, his own show. You know. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He, he, you just hand him, the, hand him the ball and he'll run it down to the end zone. <laughs> so, um, uh, followed by uh, Father David Mowry, who gave us a very different uh, view of, uh, he gave us a, a Pope's eye view of yeah. the, of the, uh, the landing. Great, great fella. He really loves, uh, he's a good talker. I mean, that's his, his job is to talk. He teaches, uh, he teaches at a seminary. He teaches other other men how to be priests and how to talk to crowds so uh always great to have him on the show he has fantastic insights and he is a movie junkie like nobody's business so he can make a lot of great references <laughs> um i don't I, I i i always laugh when i say this but my personal gynecologist dr john delemba was oh on, john was, was a, awesome <laughs> he is great he's uh he uh he is a, a vietnam vet and a huey pilot uh, he he flew the he flew the birds that are that are in your uh, that are in your museum, Chris. And, yeah, uh, yeah, he, true hero. He, he just uh, and he is unassuming. 
uh, and a diehard Steelers fan. So you gotta, That's you gotta right. love a guy like that. So. That's right. Steelers in 2021, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their day will come. Don't worry. Yeah. Wow. And then, uh, last Friday we had, uh, we had Rob, uh, Robin, uh, now Robin Pertz now and, uh, John Oldham, uh, from, uh, the Glenn research center who talked about, you know, I, and we, we said this on the show, but it, uh, Houston gets all the glory, but Glenn does all the, does a lot of the work. I mean, the, everything that gets tested and tested hard, so that we don't have another Apollo thirteen. That happens in that happens just outside of Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, people like Robin and John help all those engineers uh, make sure that they're they're getting it right the first time. So when we're going back to the moon, uh, think about those people up in uh, up in Cleveland who are working hard on on this program. Uh, we were very honored to have Bill Barry on our show, the chief historian, well, now retired chief historian of, uh, of NASA. And, uh, he gave us quite a few insights on what it's like being, working at NASA and trying to track down history as it's happening. Um, I, uh, very, very happy to talk to him. And I think we could have, we probably could have spent another six to 10 hours. <laughs> Easily yeah. another guy that should have his own podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I would, I would tune in every day. And I gotta tell you, I totally geeked out when I found out he was listening to our show. That was, yeah. that was kind of a, a, a geek out moment. <laughs> yeah. When he said, love your show. Like, really? Whoa. So <laughs> I would, you know, I keep thinking that, that there's, that there's people at NASA punching their fists on the table. Going, That's not right. But <laughs> uh, these guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, we had him on, and then our, our final guest uh, just yesterday, we had uh, Stu McClung on to talk about not only the, the past but the the future of uh, of when we're going back to the moon. As as Jim Lovell pointed out, you know, who will that be? Well, Stu's working with the the next people. Stu's working with the people that are going to set foot on the moon, and uh, what an exciting time we're living in. Uh, but wow, and that's that's been our whole ride here. Uh, I I really uh, I'm I'm very happy that that things worked out that we could, you know, we had a couple of hiatuses, but we got back together and, and we're able to finish this whole little project. Um, I'd also like to thank, uh, we get some questions on our music at the beginning of the show. We have that little, uh, that jazzy uh, version of uh, James Horner's theme. Uh, and that's done by a, a friend of mine named uh, Miles Belvin. Miles is a recent graduate of uh, the University of Texas at Arlington in their music department. Uh, he's a trumpet player, and I've heard I, I heard him play live, and I thought he'd know how to do this. So he, I, I asked him if he could write it, and he said sure. Um, he's working with the National Guard right now, and is uh, uh, very involved with them. And thank you for your service, Miles, and thank you for your great uh, intro to our show. So I really, really appreciate that very much. Um, wow, that, I can't believe that uh, I can't believe we gone through all of that and. Like you said, it's been a wild ride. Um, should we talk about maybe the special episodes that were were in yeah, limbo? You yeah. think? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think we can talk about we can talk about it now because we didn't know whether people were going to come on or not. We had a couple of. Uh, can we tell the big one? There, I mean, besides yeah. Jim Lovell, Jim Lovell, we knew we knew we were yeah. gonna we were gonna, Jim. You know, Jim has other priorities, and that's obvious when you have a family and you have. Um, you know, you have people needing your care, and he, you know, and Jim himself is in his 90s, so it's it's really no fault on on Jim's part if he can't be with us. That's that's fine. And uh, we were going to have Gene Kranz on, but uh, as we're aware, Gene's working heavily on a on a new book. So when and Chris, you you could probably tell better than I can, but when he's in a heads down mode, it's really hard to <laughs> yes. come up for air. Yeah, he'll kind of give you like a couple word answers and. 
and then you're like, okay, and you're thinking there's more, and it's like, oh no, that was the end of the message. <laughs> All right, you know, and, and we talked to him, and I was like, Gene, you know, would you would you come on? And he's like, sure, Roger that, you know, and then. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. and i know he's working on his book which i can't wait to read because i would read anything from from uh from gene and the original guys of apollo so uh i have no doubt it'll be good and i have no doubt eventually we'll have a special episode where you'll hear uh that voice in mission control <laughs> yeah yeah and uh we had uh that's that's on the history side and on the on the move and and you know we're in a weird situation because we're kind of a hybrid we talk about the if if you want to listen to just history, I would suggest listening to um, the BBC has a series called Thirteen Minutes to the Moon, and uh, they go over Apollo thirteen. Um, they do it a, a lot different than we do. They're I don't think their content is as much talk oriented. They're more like they say something and then they play some music and then they say something else and then they play some music and it's fine. So some people like that style of podcast. But from a history point of view, they have really good guests. They they really did get Jim Lovell and they did get uh, Gene Kranz, but then they're the BBC and we're just two guys in a, you know, <laughs> sitting sitting in our living rooms chatting. Um, but uh, but we have both the uh, the history side and the the uh, the movie, the Hollywood side of things. And uh, one of the things out of the blue was uh, the possibility of getting the uh, the movie Jim Lovell on? Look, Chris, let me let you tell the story because I don't I don't I don't even know where to begin. I, I know absolutely. It's been a wild ride. Uh, um, you know, it was kind of a a hail mary football pass of, ha! Wouldn't that be cool to get Tom Hanks on? And uh, we uh, we reached out uh, to the appropriate folks, thinking, well, we'll never hear back. Uh, and instead, we did hear back. Um, and uh, it was just a. Uh, yeah, he'd be interested in doing it, and then it was just kind of a, a holding pattern with schedules and the virus, and and uh, and just what became. It was right about the time that the virus broke, uh, if yeah. I remember that correctly. Uh, that that's when we kind of hit the yeah, we got a yes, and uh, you know, and we've been in communication. It's just one of those things I think will happen. It's just uh, it, it, we're all kind of in a in a holding pattern at the moment. <laughs> so yeah, what, we're recording yeah, this in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, of course. So. Yeah, and it's I've got I have like three pages of questions to ask Tom Hanks about stuff, and eventually we'll get to the Apollo thirteen movie. But it's, but yeah, there's so many so many things to ask him. But uh, yeah, he, and I realize he's had the he's had the coronavirus, so it's a uh, he's probably being being very busy with that. Um, we had another there was a, a a wild possibility that we had talked with um, with Brett about of. Uh, he was going to reach out to Ron Howard, and he goes, "Ah, Ron will Ron will probably come on. He loves talking about movies." And Chris and I were both, "Oh, really?" really? <laughs> but uh, it's, I mean, they're running these these people. You have to understand, they're running entire movie studios. <laughs> yeah. Ron Howard runs Imagine Entertainment, so he probably has about thirty seconds to eat lunch and then go back and do something. Even even during the the plague and the shutdown and all that, he's probably very very busy. So. Uh, we may eventually have a Ron Howard. Who knows? You know, if 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 we can't uh, if we can't, maybe his brother will come on. <laughs> um, That'd be cool too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah also yeah. in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his daughter was in the movie too. We, could, if we this is an open invitation to any Howard if they would like to come come on for a special episode. You're more than welcome <laughs> to to be part of our show. But we will we will keep the doors open. Uh, we've we've reached out to a couple of other people who were in the movie so if if they ever turn up we you, you might just suddenly get a, a special report <laughs> we'll interrupt <laughs> we'll interrupt our little network and, and send you another episode um i 
I think that's about all that we can say for that moment. It's all I can say is it's not over. This is even though the the title of this particular episode is the end. It's not the end. So we'll we'll have some more episodes to come up. So um, I would like to thank. Uh, it'll be it'll be unexpected, but I'd like to thank uh, Mark M- Mike Carpenter out there in uh, in Wales, uh, driving around in his milk truck, listening to us every day, uh, getting regular reports from him that he's listening to the show and is enjoying it. Uh, that's a uh, uh, that's a treat for us. It it I mean it's it sounds silly that we we do live for hearing that people are actually listening to our show. So that, that's really thoughtful of you and, and Mike. Thank thank you very much for listening to the show. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. Thank you and. and- Thank you for listening. Thanks for for always sharing uh, some info on Facebook with us and chatting on Facebook and and to all of you guys that, that listened uh, throughout the years. I guess as weird as that is to say, uh, uh, thank you so much. It, it, without you guys, it would have just been me and Jim talking to each other, which we would have done anyway. But uh, <laughs> it was good to have an audience. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, um, I won't I won't say we're. Uh... We're gonna have lost the signal. We're gonna we're, we're gonna be on uh, radio silence for a bit, but keep your keep your uh, podcasts tuned to this station. If you would like to, we always appreciate hearing from you on on social media, as we were saying earlier. Don't forget, we're still on Facebook at uh, Apollo Thirteen Minute Mission Control. You can also uh, find us on Twitter at Apollo Thirteen Minute. Please again keep yourself subscribed. Uh, also check out our website uh, in case you haven't subs- if you haven't subscribed. Check out our website, Apollo13Minute.com, Apollo13Minute.com. That'll be up for as long as I keep it up. So, And any new episodes will we'll turn up there, too. We're going to end a little bit different today. I was very fortunate to ask a, a wonderful uh, jazz singer, Diana Panton, who is playing currently in the background here, to if we could use her song as we close out the show. And she said, sure. So uh, very much appreciated. Thank you, Diana Panton, for, uh, for this beautiful song. We will see you here next time, whenever that is, on the Apollo 13 Minute. Come and take a trip on my rocket ship. We'll have a lovely afternoon. Kiss the world goodbye, and away we'll fly. Destination moon. Travel fast as light till we're lost from sight. The earth is like a toy balloon. What a thrill you'll get riding on a jet. Destination moon. We'll go up, 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 up. Straight to the moon we too. High in the starry blue. We'll be out of this world, we too. So away we'll steal in a space mobile, a supersonic honeymoon. Leave your cares below, pull the switch, let's go. Destination moon, mm-hmm. destination moon, oh yeah.